0: Something's coming, something good. Tonight, tonight, the world is full of light. And we're headed for the finish line. One of these four teams will win one million dollars and the amazing race. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, March 2nd. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. After months of rumors, HBO has officially confirmed that Jennifer Coolidge is indeed coming back for season two of The White Lotus. Though it first seemed like a limited series, The White Lotus was so successful for HBO that it's coming back for more. Season two of the show, created, written, and directed by Mike White, will take place in a different locale than the previous season's Hawaiian Getaway and will mostly feature a new cast. But one fan favorite? Is definitely returning for a second round. Those new cast members for Season 2 include Michael Imperioli, F. Murray Abraham, and Aubrey Plaza, among others, and the new season will reportedly take place in Sicily instead of Hawaii. 1883 actor Sam Elliott, a staple of the Western genre, has slammed director Jane Campion's Oscar nominated Netflix drama The Power of the Dog for exploring gay themes against the backdrop of the American West. The actor appeared on Monday's episode of Mark Marin's WTF podcast, where the actor and host asked Elliott about the Best Picture nominee starring Benedict Cumberbatch as a conflicted cowboy. Elliott's initial response quote, You want to talk about that piece of shit? And went on to compare Cumberbatch's Phil Burbank and his fellow cowboys to Chippendales dancers who wear bow ties and not much else. That's what all these fucking cowboys in that movie looked like. They're all running around in chaps and no shirts. There's all these allusions to homosexuality throughout the fucking movie. He later questioned New Zealand-born director Campion's qualifications to helm a narrative that follows characters through the Montana Plains. Those were just a few of Elliot's complaints about the movie. You can read more on them at EW.com. Representatives for Elliot and Netflix did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. Marvel's defenders have found a new home. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and the other shows set in their universe will officially premiere on Disney+, Plus. that after Netflix's license to distribute the Marvel television series ended yesterday. With the rights reverted back to Disney, the Mouse House will now host them on Disney+, Plus, starting March 16th. And Larry David fans will have to curb their enthusiasm for The Comedian's two-part documentary. With hours to go before the premiere of our number one pick here yesterday, The Larry David Story, HBO announced that it was pulling the doc from its schedule, citing David's desire to, quote, do it in front of an audience. The doc would have seen the Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm creator sitting down with his friend, director Larry Charles, for candid conversations about his early life in Brooklyn and, quote, his personal and professional highs and lows. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, pour yourself a glass of wine, maybe a glass of champagne, because it's time for our number three pick today The Real Housewives of Orange County. This week, the ladies closed the book, or attempt to, on some of their problems, but new drama also begins brewing. And yes, we're mixing our metaphors there, but it's very fitting for the mess that's about to unfold. To start with, Emily prepares for Annabelle's baptism but struggles with her ongoing relationship issues with her father, while Heather helps Gina purge her closet and finally let go of her marriage. Meanwhile, Noella gets some much-needed closure from her divorce proceedings, but Shannon is stewing over the fact that Gina accused her of being jealous. Here is a clip from the episode with Shannon and her boyfriend John.
1: Gina told Emily that she thought I appeared jealous.
0: That's so irritating for me to hear.
1: I don't know at this point where to go in my friendship with Gina. I mean, this goes back to Heather's sushi party. Shannon said that Nicole had
0: sued your husband.
1: I did not make this a thing, you made this a thing. I'm confused as to where some of her statements and judgments about me are coming from, because I believe a lot of them are coming from arrogance. She needs to back off. Why wouldn't she bring it up to me and just ask me? I would've said, of course I'm not jealous." It's, it's almost like she tries to find things to make you look bad. When she said, do you even have any friends? That, that was the meanest okay. thing that she said to me. How many, I'm best, not friends myself. So how many best friends do you have, Shannon? I have a very small close knit. At a certain point, you Four have five. to look at that. That's beyond mean. It's cruel. And I don't know where the hell she gets off trying to make it look like Shannon Bedor has no friends who, it's like you have a million friends. Confidence is super attractive. And cockiness is not.
0: Preach, John, preach. And finally, this week, Heather throws a dinner party for Dr. Jen and Ryan in hopes of helping their relationship. But Dr. Jen overserves herself and nearly derails the entire evening. Maybe Dr. Jen should have been a guest on the DuBrow show, Seven Year Stitch. Well, you can see how it all unfolds on The Real Housewives of Orange County tonight at 9 on Bravo. Number two. Now, moving on to the next leg of our podcast, our number two pick, The Amazing Race. After traveling to 17 cities in seven countries and enduring the longest pit stop ever thanks to COVID, one team will finally be crowned the winners of The Amazing Race tonight as season 33 crosses the finish line with a two-hour finale. Four teams are left in contention for the $1 million prize. Flight attendants Raquel and Kayla internet personalities Kim and Penn, father-daughter duo Arun and Natalia, and best friends Ryan and Dusty. Here is host Phil Kogan with a recap of where everyone stands ahead of the finale.
1: Best friends Ryan and Dusty had an important reason to race.
0: Part of the reason that I'm here, I want to
1: humanize the wrongfully convicted individuals who don't have a voice. And started as the team to beat. Boom. You're team number one. <laughs> But a series of problems. We gotta go do the other thing, man. Yeah. We are switching challenges. Okay. We're going under, we're going under, we're going under. All right. It was bad. Had them scrambling for a place in the final four. You are the last team to arrive. Good news is this is a non-elimination leg. Kellen and Kayla had their share of mistakes and laughs. It's all over the thing. <laughs> but the flight attendants never lost sight of their mission. They're all
0: about us girls getting yes. to the final three. It's Bye. been a while since there's been an all-female team that won.
1: And are hitting their stride when it matters most. You are team number one. <laughs> Internet personalities Kim and Penn raced with determination and a sense of humor. Activate nerd glasses. But it was their love and trust of each other.
0: You're such a badass!
1: I really wanted her to come back up. I think I was imagining my life if she didn't. I'm so freaking proud. That made them the most consistent team with four first place finishes. Super fans Arun and Natalia saw their dream end early, and you have been eliminated from the race. Ah, sucks. Disappointing. But after returning to the race, welcome back! Oh, thank you, guys. Good to see you guys. Thank you. Thank you. The father and daughter defied the odds. Well, I'm pleased to tell you this is a non-elimination leg. Thank you. You are still in the race and race their way into the
0: final four. There will be only one winner on this race. We're going to turn things up, Phil. So what awaits these teams on the final two legs? Well, first, they'll race through Stubal, Portugal, with one team facing elimination. And the final three will travel back to the U.S. to race for the win in Los Angeles. You will have to tune in to see what challenges they face along the way. The Amazing Race Finale begins at 8 p.m. on CBS. Trivia. It's trivia time! How many times has The Amazing Race won the Emmy for Outstanding Competition Program since the category was created in 2003? Nine, ten, or twelve times? stick around for the answer. And our number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits & Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. A new episode of The Wonder Years is airing tonight at 8.30 on ABC, but you can head to EW.com right now to see stars Dulé Hill, Saekhan Singblow, and Laura Karayuki, plus executive producers Saladin Patterson and Fred Savage discussing the show in our SCAD TV Fest panel with them. And while we had them, of course, we had to ask that age-old question, what you watching? Here's Singblow to start it off.
1: I just watched um, Mahershala. Uh, we were just talking about this um, in, in a swan. I think it's called Swan Song. Awesome. I just watched that and a little mindless entertainment. I was watching some kind of island show with people who can't touch each other or they lose money. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was on Netflix. I'm watching a Nigerian show called Castle and Castle. It's a Nigerian soap opera um, that's really, really well done. And uh, I really want to catch up with Ozark.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Dulé. Uh, I'm watching The Righteous Gemstones. I'm watching Peacemaker, which is very funny, by the way. I'm watching uh, Succession. I'm watching, and I'm watching uh, Station Eleven. Those are the, the ones that are there right now. And On Deck, which is already downloaded onto my iPad, Euphoria. Laura?
1: I'm watching Euphoria right now. <laughs> and I recently started Breaking Bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's fun. And I've really been enjoying Abbott Elementary on
0: ABC. Oh, yeah. how did i am not Of course, Abbott Elementary. Yes, I "I need to watch that. Uh, Let's go, Fred. All these are great shows, Breaking Bad, sure. Abbott Elementary, I I love Abbott Elementary, but really I just uh, devoured season two of Emily in Paris. Amazing. Uh, Just (laughs) delightful. (laughs) Um, Went through the first half of the season, the the latest season of Ozark, which is great. Rewatching, I Think You Should Leave, uh, sketch comedy show just over and over again and just dove into uh, Gilded Age, the new Julian Fellowes um, oh, costume. costume drama. That's <laughs> fantastic. Uh, so that's kind of what's on my cue right now. I can say what Saladin's going to say. He's going to say the last OG. He's going to say <laughs> Dave. You know, he's going to talk about how you want to go back and watch Frasier and maybe uh, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> what are those Something all crazy? having drama, Dulé? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, may- maybe they could be things that Saladin was a part of that he maybe wrote on and still ran. Is. I don't know. That's what it is. I, I guess we can go to the next question now. No. All right. No. Um, as great as those shows are, Dulé. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm also enjoying Abbott Elementary, for sure. I am watching The Book of Boba Fett. Um, mm. my, my, my kids are watching that, too, so we, we can talk about that. I am. I just started watching Only Merge in the Building, enjoying it. Oh, yeah. And um, I am also watching Ted Lasso as well. Um, And, you know, I'm always in some state of rewatching Rick and Morty because they are a joy and a pleasure, um, no matter how many times you've seen them. So and then uh, I am looking forward to starting to watch The Wonder Years on Disney Plus because as of today, my um, first 12 episodes are all in one bundle on Disney Plus for people to enjoy and binge. So yes, that was a lot. Hopefully, you were taking notes. If you weren't, here's a quick recap: The Righteous Gemstones, Peacemaker, Succession, Station 11, Euphoria, and The Gilded Age are all streaming on HBO Max. Castle and Castle. Ozark, Breaking Bad, Emily in Paris, I Think You Should Leave, and The Island Show that Singblom mentioned, better known as Too Hot to Handle, are streaming on Netflix. Abbott Elementary and Only Murders in the Building are on Hulu. Rick and Morty is on HBO Max and Hulu. Swan Song and Ted Lasso are on Apple TV+. Plus, and The Book of Boba Fett is on Disney+, Plus. where, as Patterson said, you can also catch up on The Wonder Years. And speaking of Disney+, Plus. Tonight, tonight, you can finally stream our number one pick, West Side Story. Steven Spielberg's dazzling new take on the classic musical has arrived on Disney Plus just in time to catch up with the Best Picture nominee ahead of this year's Oscars. You know the story. A white boy named Tony and a Puerto Rican girl named Maria fall in love, defying the rivalry of two warring gangs, the Jets and the Sharks. You know the songs, with music by Leonard Bernstein and lyrics by the late, great Stephen Sondheim. America, Tonight, I Feel Pretty, Somewhere. But what you may not know is that Spielberg and screenwriter Tony Kushner have produced a bold new take on West Side Story, honoring the source material while giving it some poignant and creative updates. As EW's Leah Greenblatt wrote in her A- minus review, quote, it feels like a rare achievement to even attempt to scale the unscalable, and still, after more than half a century, be able to make it sing. Here is a bit of the trailer. I never seen you before. I'm not Puerto Rican. Is that okay? Do you wanna start World War III? <laughs> You should definitely watch that trailer, or at this point, just watch the movie, to see those gorgeous images that we unfortunately can't show you here. And after you watch the movie, you should check out our Around the Table video with the cast, including the legendary Rita Moreno, who starred in the first West Side Story movie back in 1961 and returned for the 2021 version. Here she is. I was just so excited and thrilled at seeing because I came in for wardrobe fittings initially to New York because I live in the West Coast. And uh, so I was privy to watching a lot of rehearsals and I was astonished. I was astonished at the dancing talent. It was just amazing. And what was fun about it, too, is that uh, when I first started to be on set more often at lunch hour, I call them the kids. (laughs) The (laughs) kids would start sort of trickling in and we'd start I'd start answering questions and I loved that. I really felt like a mommy. Mm -hmm. And I loved answering the questions. I loved telling them anecdotes about things that happened on the set. Well, you can check out that full conversation, which also features stars Rachel Zegler, Ansel Elgort, Mike Feist, David Alvarez, and Oscar nominee Ariana DeBose on EW's YouTube channel and at EW.com, and you can stream West Side Story right now on Disney+. Trivia! And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. How many times has The Amazing Race won the Emmy for Outstanding Competition Program? Nine, 10, or 12 times? The answer is 10. After the category was created in 2003, The Amazing Race won every single year until Top Chef broke its seven-year streak in 2010. Since then, the show has won three more times in 2011, 2012, and 2014. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shepp, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.